year like i believe it was october 22nd we have to wait forever for the anime but you know what it's fine because we finally 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 have the game out in uh north america which i have been waiting for this um since the game released in japan uh in 2020 2021 so yeah it's been forever yeah i'm glad we finally have it Okay, I cannot wait to play this. This is wonderful news. I forgot that it was coming out. I so did I, and then today, it like, right? Came out today. Yeah, <sighs> I like pre-downloaded it, and I like completely forgot about it. And then I like it. It downloaded on my phone yesterday, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's ready!" Is this what you were playing at two a.m.? Because I saw you tweet that you were going to play video games at two a.m. <laughs> no, I tried, and it wasn't ready yet. Um, I was playing <laughs> so. Uh, there was a ton of indie games that were on sale on um, this on the Switch. You didn't tell me. I so because I was in quarantine, like I straight up disappeared from the world over this That's past okay. weekend. Because also before this past weekend, it was like holidays, family time, holidays. Yeah family time and then we had to go to Miami so like I hadn't and also this was the first weekend in months that I had my apartment to myself mm-hmm. so I was like I am logging off from life no one contact me and all I did was like play video games but I also didn't talk to anyone this entire weekend which was kind of nice but I'm also like oh shit But yeah, so they were doing um, a ton of sales on indie games, but it's like three games that I've seen on sale before. So like, I'll let you know. What What are they though? Um, Spirit Fair. Okay. I've been wanting to play Spirit Fair. That's actually on my like winter list of games to play. Yeah, you're going to really like it. Um, I also really love how the, like how it's based on the idea of like letting go and like learning how to move on. Um, Yeah, I should learn that. Yeah, yeah. That's honestly why I downloaded it, because I was like, oh, it's going to teach me mental lessons? Okay. But (laughs) I've I've downloaded this game. I started playing it on Saturday. By the end of Monday, I think. I had already put in 24 hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, it's It's a winner. It's, yeah, it's really, really good. I'm not even halfway through yet. Like, it's really really good so that highly recommend um the next time it's on sale because I think I got it for like yeah. 20 to 30 percent off but okay. I know that one is always on sale um so Spirit Fair and then I downloaded two others that I don't remember the name of but they were also on like super sale so I was like okay like I think one of them was seven dollars so I just like used nice. my Nintendo points yeah um but because I've been playing Spirit Fair, I haven't been able to play the other two. So I will let you know how those are when I finish yes, please. Yes. They're both they're all three of them are supposed to be like cozy, like winter like just very much in your own space, which I really liked. Um, yeah. That's like my video game vibe, honestly. 
like I don't know I I mean I also like a good fantasy RPG but at this point in my life I mostly just want to play like cozy like task-based management games yeah I think that's also why I loved it so much because like the only other games that I have on my switch are like the world ends with you Mm. fire emblem three houses which i love but like i I don't always want to be in a strategy totally yeah like i'm just like no that's why you need cozy grove i so cozy grove is free on apple games no way yeah i paid cash money for that (laughs) uh so i didn't want to so like it was on my list for a really really long time and then because i got my mac because i got my laptop they uh of you your like x amount of months trial for apple games so i downloaded it didn't play it because um i started playing this game called wingspan which i think you'll really like um it's on steam i'll send you the link it's a tabletop game no i have this well seth has it but we haven't played it yet you collect the birds yeah fitzy's like you like wingspan i'm like i don't want to talk about it but it's it's so much fun it's very cozy and it's like not aggressive like you could spend yeah. much time so I don't have the tabletop version I do ha- I bought the one on steam though um so if you get it on steam let me know and we'll play, yeah, we can but, play wingspan together. yeah like wingspan also a really good one um so I hadn't been able to play cozy grove but then my friend Sam just bought a new phone so she just got it and we share my iCloud account because I pay for 200 TV yeah. And I'm like, I'm never going to use all of this. So Yeah, everybody's sharing an iCloud account at this point. Literally. Um, so uh, we now I have Cozy Grove again. And I think after Spirit Fair, I'm going to try playing it again. I just have – I'm, like, cycling through so many games. And especially with yeah. Tokyo Wonderland com- like came, coming out today, no time. Yeah. I kind of have, like – I go through, like, seasons where mm-hmm. I, like, kind of have, like, my winter-specific games, and yeah. then I have, like, my spring-specific, and I, like, <laughs> just go like that. You kind of have to, though, because then it's, like, good management. I tried, mm-hmm. like, and then you know, like, okay, like, I'm going to come back to, like, Cozy Grove when it's, like, autumn-winter. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go back to Animal Crossing when it's, like, autumn. Yeah. Which I still haven't, but we don't I haven't have either, like... Honestly, the update came out and I was like, update, yay. And I played for like a week and then I was like, I hate Animal Crossing now. <laughs> yeah. Like I like – I really need like a break from it. So. Mm-hmm. I do too. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of breaks, mm. I went to Disney World. <gasps> you went to Disney World? Disney World. Like a whole week. Guys, welcome to an extremely goofy podcast. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ashlyn. And I'm Lexi. Welcome back. We've missed you. Happy New Year. We hope that you're playing lots of good video games. <laughs> I hope you guys are keeping warm and have it like you had the best holiday. And yes, to Ash's point, are playing so many video games. You know, we are clearly. We definitely are. Yeah. And we're sorry that there wasn't an episode last week. We've both been sick. I'm sure if it's COVID, hopefully it's not COVID. Indeterminate at this time. Um, yeah. Yeah, I actually tried to record like a solo episode without you because I was like um, on Saturday, I was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad that we're not going to post an episode this week because I have like this stupid guilt over not being productive, which I'm trying to work through. I'm glad you're trying to work on that. Very proud of you. I I think it's going to take me years. Um, It's a hard thing to, you know, work through, but I'm proud mm -hmm. of you. 
Thank you. For trying to start. I had a feeling that you were going to try filming a video, an episode. It was awful. Without me or with Seth. And I was like, she's just not going to tell me, but I have a feeling. But I was also dying. Yeah. I mean, like, no, like I tried just to do it alone, but it was like deranged because I found out <laughs> after the fact that I had a 102 degree fever. So. Oh, so you were wilding. I was wilding. I don't, it made no sense. It was like 20 minutes of me just like straight up stream of consciousness, just like the figment popcorn buckets, eight hours in oh line. Oh my like, God, the figment <laughs> popcorn buckets. It's like an episode for like a lost archive. Like if we ever have a Patreon, like I'll throw it up there and it can be like Ashlyn's fever ramblings, but like it was not good. I'm sure it was honest. Like I want to listen to it. I want to hear your ramblings. <laughs> It was like just straight insane. Like I don't think I took a breath for like twenty minutes straight, and the whole time I'm like sweating like crazy. And I was like, God, it's really hot in here. This is so hot. And I like look at my um, I looked at the thermostat, and it's like sixty nine degrees because I never run by heat. And I was just like, I'm ill. Well, I don't know why I'm so hot. Because <laughs> you're a babe, <sighs> a babe with a fever. But anyway, so that episode was a bust. So I was like. It's we're we're just taking a week off. <laughs> we're just taking a week off. We appreciate you guys waiting for us to release a new episode, though. Um, and it is well worth the wait. As Ashlyn mentioned, she had gone to the motherland. I went my pilgrimage, my COVID pilgrimage. Yes, yes. And this was the first time that you've been back at Disney World in how long? So the last time I went was like three days before the park shut down for COVID. <laughs> Perfect timing, quite frankly. Yeah, um, and the entire time I was there, I was, like, reading at night about COVID in China, and I was like, wow, that'd be really crazy if that happened here. But at the same time, it was kind of like, you know, people thought it wasn't going to come. There was, like, yeah. one case in the U.S. or whatever, and then, like, three days later, it was like, everyone has COVID. <laughs> yep, everyone has to shut down, which, honestly, that was the best time of my life. I got furloughed. I did not have to work for three months. It was fucking great. Oh, yeah, it was lit because I didn't have to go to my horrible job anymore. It was, yeah. like, just beautiful. It was amazing vibes. Pe- yeah. No, no, it wasn't. I'm sorry. that We're going to have to cut that out. Those first two weeks, I, I look back on that fondly because back then it was everyone was like, we're home for two weeks. Let's bake bread. And now it's like, we're all going to die eventually. We're all going to die eventually. I just, I don't want to, I'm at, like, a point of, like, there's the, yeah, we were able to take a break, but I know that that was a privilege that others did not get and like True. I don't want to minimize the effects of COVID and like what this is going to do to our entire generation right and I don't want yeah. this to be like a COVID episode but I I do want to say that like I know and I understand that the first couple of that the first half of the pandemic and right now is not the best um and there's cracks in the foundation but the fact that we were able to take a break from the capitalist society that we live in was lit yeah I would obviously not suggest or advocate for going to Disney World during a global pandemic I acknowledge and accept that this was an incredibly stupid and risky thing to do Um, however I assumed that risk because I am triple vaccinated I yeah. wore a mask. I double masked a lot. Yes. Um, you know, you do the KN95 with a cute Disney mask on top for style. As you should. As we all should. Yeah. So 
you know, I acknowledge that it was kind of stupid, but like I went, so whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, I went to Miami, so. Yeah, I just wanted to like open with that. The thing is, is that we acknowledge and we understand also at the same time, it is a personal preference and you assumed that risk, you knew, like you understood what the probabilities were going into it. Yeah. Would you do it again? I would. Okay. Yeah, especially since I don't think I actually got sick going. Like, I think whatever I had the past week came from, like, the grocery store. Yeah. (laughs) Based on, like, incubation, like, times. Yeah. You know, I'm sure if I got deathly ill and, like, now everything tasted like garbage, I'd be like, so I'm never going back. But, um, (laughs) you know, nothing bad happens. Yeah. Tell me about your trip. How was it? My trip was great because I was at Disney World. Wait, so when did you go? So good, good, good thinking. That's a good question to start with. Um, So I was there the day after Christmas through New Year's. Okay. So I would say it's like an incredibly busy time <laughs> to go to Disney. Mm-hmm. Even before, like, that's one of the peak times. Yeah. I would say that the parks mostly feel normal right now. Really? It's going to be hard to edit out all of this coughing. Poor know, Lexi is still struggling <clears throat> with sorry. either COVID or unknown. <laughs> so, Like probably both. Shit. <laughs> yeah. My cough is just like mostly in the mornings now whenever I get up. Oh, it's because it's dry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, pardon the coughing. But um, yeah, the parks mostly feel normal. But And I think that that's mostly because I'm desensitized to like pandemic life at this point. But once in a while, I would get hit with like a weird apocalyptic feeling. In what way? Like once in a while, you hear like the pleasant voice come over the intercom system in the parks to be like, reminder to wear your mask over your nose and your mouth while indoors and like wash your hands for 20 seconds and like all of that. It would like interrupt the music and you'd be like, uh. Oh, yeah, that's a vibe killer. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. And then the other thing is that so many stores are just empty or just straight up closed. I saw the photos that you sent me. Yeah. Working in the supply chain, I like know the struggles that we've been having over the last like two, three years due to the pandemic, but I've never seen it this bare. It was honestly eerie. Um, like I love the store. I think it's called Big Top, like Big Top Souvenirs or something yeah. in um, the Storybook Circus area. Yes. I love that store. They always have really cool like toys and stuff. That's where I got my cute charm bracelet that I showed you that one time. Yep. So I wandered in there like excited to shop and there's no merchandise. It's just like empty. They just turned it into a seating area. Wait, forever? I don't know. I, at least for right now. That's weird. It was so weird because I would like be standing there having this moment where, you know, I'm like, oh, things aren't well. Like things are bad. Yeah. <laughs> like things are not back to normal, even though the world wants them to be normal. Yeah. <laughs> um, all of the stores by Tower of Terror. I, I, is that called Sunset Boulevard? I don't even remember. But like all the stores along the street leading to Tower of Terror are just closed. Really? Yeah, they're just straight up closed. Huh. Yeah. And then the other thing is, like, a lot of the stores that had kind of, like, thematic specific merchandise, like the Dinoland shops, they don't have any of that anymore. Everything is just kind of, like, bland Mickey t-shirts. And I feel like the overall quality of merch has, like, dropped quite a bit because they're looking for things that are kind of, like, can go anywhere. That's very, very strange. And also sad. Like, that's really sad, especially considering it's the 50th anniversary 
Yeah. But also now that you're mentioning it, we haven't really seen any like new merch from Disney influencers. No. And like a, only the figment popcorn bucket. Which understandably, if there's nothing else in the stores, you know. People are starved. People <laughs> they are need starved. new things. Yeah. We I know we'll get to this, but like me and Laura were talking about this, I believe it was yesterday, where it was like they obviously need to have the figment popcorn bucket throughout the the promotional period. Yeah. Right. But it's like out of the one thing that you were able to secure timing and shipments for, I'm truly interested in wondering whether or not the category managers and buyers knew that the figment popcorn bucket was going to be such a huge hit and Mm -hmm. how they are like, I'm really curious to see how those POs are looking because they have to have all of these figment buckets for the entire promotion during a stage in the world where the supply chain is like not stable at all. Yeah, it's so interesting. And I just wonder like, did those people like know this was going to be a hit or did they think like this was just like some weird like cult thing they were putting out that like maybe a few people would buy? Right. Because no one really, Figment doesn't have as much of an impact, I feel like yeah. now as it did when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, you, if you know, you know. So it's interesting because, like, I'm really, truly wondering, especially with the lack of other merchandise to be offered, how they're, like, replenishing their stock. Yeah, I'm wondering that, too. I don't know. It was weird. It was weird times. Um, I really didn't buy much of anything there just was nothing good so was there anything from the heritage collection that we had talked about but so hard to find first of all it's like located across from the emporium in the cinema oh yeah so I didn't find it until my very last day there and of the vault collection like it's very it's like not the same stuff that we talked about at least not that I found that day really like yeah, like instead of the vault Mickey, they only had the vault mini. Oh. Like I got the vibe that they kind of like like maybe if they had like 50 items from the vault collection, like they had like, you know, 20 that they could like put out that they had like enough of. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got the impression the supply chain's hitting hard. It is hitting really hard. Um I know that a lot of companies are struggling at the moment. Um so I could only imagine for a company like Disney, where they have to bring out merchandise for every area of their parks, mm-hmm. what that is looking like for them. Yeah, it um, definitely seemed challenging. Yeah. And, like, you know, I didn't experience this, but, like, since I've gotten home, like, there's been all of those reports about how Disney's run out of, like, the containers for the lightsabers. So there's, oh like, my God. Even, like, plastic trash bags. Yup. <laughs> Your $230 lightsaber just in, like, a plastic trash bag to go walk out of the park Can you imagine i would be so pissed i can't even like fathom spending that much money and then taking my custom lightsaber home in a <laughs> trash bag so like you know i don't know anything about star wars i was actually watching the mandalorian before uh sitting down to record tonight um and like you should have heard my summary of what i think a mandalorian is about because it was like we should we should do <clears throat> I wish 
we did an episode of like what we think it's about versus what it actually is. We actually should do that for like the entire Star Wars series because I'm trying to get into it because I think that Galaxy's Edge was so cool. Like, oh, was this your first time seeing it? It was no, but it was like my first time really exploring it, I think. Okay. Like the first time I saw it, I was like, this is pretty. Yeah. Bye. (laughs) And then this time I was like, okay, I want to see like what the shops are like. Mm -hmm. And I actually tried to go to the lightsaber workshop place, but the lady wouldn't, I mean, the cast member member wouldn't let me in. And I was like, oh, I just want to look inside. I just want to like poke my head in and just like take a little peek. And she was like, no, I cannot let you do that, ma'am. And I was like, okay thanks <laughs> sorry not even like a little peek for free yeah like come on now yeah apparently you have to have a reservation to go in there by the way you need a reservation to go into like everywhere in galaxy's edge it's what it seems like no like it, it no like that is a fact well i like walked into this what so okay if they had this one like restaurant um it wasn't the cantina but it's like some other restaurant and they had a i almost said a lady again they had a <laughs> cast member i don't know what's wrong with me tonight they had a cast member outside who was like i think like checking reservations or like um i don't know at least like asking people what they were doing there but while she was talking to somebody else i just walked past her <laughs> so i could stroll in and look at it mm-hmm. it was very cool inside love that was it a yeah. merchant shop or uh, you said it was a restaurant it was some kind of restaurant huh i don't know food looked good and then another cast member stopped me inside and was like, do you have an order for here? And I was like, no, I'm just looking at things. And she was like, okay, do you want some water? And I was like, yeah. Thank you. Uh, I don't know how I got started on this. Um, oh, we were talking about supply chain. Yes. Anyway, back on topic. Um, I felt like Disney was sort of trying with COVID, but like obviously a lot of the precautions they were taking, they're no longer taking. Mm-hmm. If they used to have six feet you know, apart stickers on the ground, those are gone. A lot of the plexiglass that they had up seems to be gone. I only saw it in, like, a few cues. Huh. Yeah. They did have hand sanitizer at, like, the entrance and exit of, like, most, like, shops and attractions. Mm-hmm. Were they filled, though? Actually, yeah. I only encountered a few empty ones, and they were kind of, like, deep in cues. Okay. Like, um, yeah. Like, the ones at Mine Train seem to always be empty, but I imagine they just have, like, high traffic flow through there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Is the Mind Train queue interactive? It is. Um, I think it might be turned off, though. Okay. I didn't even look at that. Did you fast pass it? Or did you genie plus Yeah. Okay. I genie plus it. Well, <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. I hate it. It's awful. And whenever we start to talk about it, I'm honestly just going to call it fast pass because I can't, like... Uh, genie plus just does not sound right. It's going to be fast pass. It I have a whole rant about this for, like, whenever we get to this segment, but... Okay. We'll save it. So I felt like they were sort of trying, but, you know, probably not as good as they could have been. Mm-hmm. I know people online have said that mask compliance is a big issue for guests. I personally didn't experience that. It seemed like, you know, they had cast members stationed at, like, the entrance of, like, anything indoors. Mm -hmm. And they would, like, tell you to put on a mask or else they wouldn't let you in. Mm -hmm. That's good. I just feel like, I mean, I, I think at that point, like, that's the best you can do, especially when there aren't actual people stationed, like, within the queue. Yeah. I feel so bad for the cast members that get, like you know put in that position for their shift because like that must just be the worst thing ever yeah I can only imagine like knowing my friends in retail what they had to deal with especially in the first half of the pandemic um with mask mandates and like 
getting people to wear their mask. Like, I can yeah. only imagine what that could be like at Disney. Yeah, the entitlement from people um, after spending so much money, I bet that they were just, like, unhinged. Yeah. So, yeah, I did feel like I was swimming in COVID. Like, everyone was coughing. It was honestly pretty scary. Like, I was really glad I got my booster shot before going because, like, I mean, I would just... Like, one girl turned her head and coughed directly into my mouth while I was eating one day. Like, she was walking by and just straight up turned and coughed into my mouth. <laughs> I'd lose my shit. I would I was lose. just stunned. <laughs> I, so, an aside, but, like, when we went holiday shopping, because we needed to pick stuff up in person anyway, so we just did a full day of holiday shopping at the mall, and the amount of people without masks. Yeah. Just, like phlegm coughing like coughing how I am mm-hmm. now but like worse not covering their mouths not wearing a mask like just raw dogging it into the air <laughs> just thought, I literally like we stepped outside to like put our bags down and I was like I'm uncomfortable like yeah kids are fucking disgusting kids are gross. oh yeah people are disgusting people are fucking unhinged like Y'all are walking around during a fucking pandemic without a mask on, coughing your fucking germs. I literally saw a woman on an electric wheelchair, and I tweeted about this, so I know you already saw this, but for our lovely audience, she's on an electric wheelchair, driving through World Showcase, like, it's packed, like, it's, like, right before Harmonia, so, like, people are clustered. She's driving through them, mouth open, tongue hanging out, no mask, coughing into this crowd that she's driving through. No. And I mean, it was... It was incredible. I'm shell-shocked. Yeah. <laughs> my sister and I were like, oh, my God. And, like, both, co- like, cowered. Yeah. We both just, like, dove to the right. Because, like, what else are you supposed to do at that point? Like, at that point, you're, yeah. you're swimming in it. That's yeah, where I, I really felt like I was. Yeah. Every night I came back to my hotel room and I, like, took a zinc and, like, elderberry and, yeah. like, vitamin C. Yeah. And, I mean, I think it worked. I don't think I got sick from that, so. No, because you got sick last week. Yeah. So, you know, all's well that ends well, I guess, for me. But yeah, I mean, that's why, like, I wouldn't say, like, oh, yeah, go to Disney parks right now. It's so safe and, like, nice and clean, and you're not going to have any anxiety about it. Like, you're, you're probably going to get COVID. Yeah. <laughs> but... Like, you're going knowing full well that, like, there's a high, there's a 98% yeah. chance that you're going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Don't take it from me that it's safe to go just because I, like, fought the odds because, uh, mm. Going to Miami, like, we, before we got on the plane, I, like, looked at my partner and I was like, I'm just letting you know now, 98% chance. He was like, yep, I know. Oh, my God. My plane back from Orlando, like, the woman next to me, I was honestly concerned for her like I hope that she didn't have to go like even though she should isolate like I hope that she was going home to somebody who could like watch her because I mean she was like coughing so hard and like wheezing and I was like shit like she is not well like we need to take her somewhere she needs to be put in the bathroom (laughs) yeah yeah and it was like every row of my plane was coughing so um it was no, nah. it was intense. Yeah, I'm glad you made it out alive. Yeah, yeah. Like, like bless Pfizer, I guess. Cause. Like, please get your vaccines, guys. Like, yeah. But I did all of the new 
shows. I saw Kite Tales. I saw Harmonious and Enchantment. Wait, yes. I want to hear all about all of the new things. Um, oh, okay. I was so excited. Let's start with Kite Tales. Okay. Yes. How with Kite Tales? Because I think we've all seen the videos, right, of yes. the kites swimming in the lake. <laughs> and crashing into the bleachers. Yeah. So how was Kite Tales? I know we gave it crap, but this was, like, so much fun. Was it? Yeah. It's, like, a 10-minute show. I laughed the entire time. It's just so stupid. Oh. At the end, the King Louis kite crashes into the water, and they, like, actually play a loud boink sound. Oh. Which is really funny. It's it's meant – he's meant to fall in the water? Yeah. I think that they're meant to. Oh. I know. I, I didn't know either, but um, I actually think it's all intentional. Okay. Love that. I was going to say. Yeah. There was no way that Disney was paying that much money. I mean, it still definitely feels like low budget, <laughs> <laughs> but it's very campy and it's fun. Okay. I actually like that. We're just so used to Disney putting out like these extravagant shows that like. Right. Something super simple, super entertaining, cute 10 minute show. Yeah. love that yeah I agree um I felt like people were definitely confused on like if they were supposed to be crashing or not because like the first crash um people were kind of like (gasps) (laughs) but I think that the boink sound really helps at the end yeah yeah add some atmosphere um also I think that there's two versions of kite tales maybe because the one that I saw only had jungle book characters oh but then I know and then I was walking past later and I saw like a Zazu kite Mm -hmm. so I think they might also do a Lion King show how many times do they run kite tails maybe like five times a day okay because I know I had a lot of opportunities to see it (laughs) that would make sense then yeah I think they probably alternate yeah but it was fun I liked it it was good love that I'm glad that you did um I'm glad that it wasn't just like a shit show Yeah, I know. I was kind of surprised, but I was really into it. Let's talk about Harmonious. Okay. What is Harmonious? Harmonious is the new... It's the new nighttime spectacular at Epcot. Okay. So it's replaced Illuminations Mm -hmm. um, instead of, like, a big ball in the middle of the lagoon they now have like this giant ugly water barge thing that has like a projection screen on it and then the barge has arms that come out like a weird octopus that spray water out of them and also shoot fireworks out the way that you described it i was like wait it kind of sounds like world of color though is it like budget world of color i don't even think it's budget because like i think they spent a lot of money on the show it's just like budget in the sense that it's not as enjoyable yeah yeah like because I love world of color yeah world of color is a fantastic like it's probably one of the best shows they've ever made yeah what's the word bootleg world of color I would say bootleg yeah that's good yeah yeah it's just like okay so you have the ugly water barge that looks like an octopus um (laughs) you have screens there's water screens yeah there's screens on the barges oh okay see that that's different than world of color we're gonna like it's also with water i don't know if uh, there's screens there's water there's fireworks there's lasers it's like 
everything we could throw into a show there's loud music it's just too much in my opinion i heard a butt yeah i hear a butt in there it's it's too much it's too much and you also cannot see the screens on the barges unless you're in like japan slash the u.s or on like the other side of world showcase where you enter like the gateway like you have to basically be centered at the lake otherwise you can't see the barges because it's not circular like the earth was for illuminations it's like a flat thing oh yeah so people are super concentrated in like two areas trying to watch the show and of course they're all coughing because (laughs) we're all wedged together they're all coughing and then they play disney music from like different films that i felt like we're supposed to represent the different countries of world showcase Mm-hmm. So they have Mulan, they have Brave, um, Princess and the Frog, Jungle Book. I guess it's just like a loose like Africa representation. There's oh, Coco. No. I know. <clears throat> it's like all monkeys. I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Coco. And then they mix the songs between like English and then like a song in that country's native language. So they had like they had like Coco and like Spanish and English. And then like um, they played Reflection from Mulan and like mandarin and english i'm curious what did they play for japan i don't think they did anything like some countries are just like not represented so it's kind of weird yeah i kind of understand what they were trying to do with it because it's like a tribute to countries through disney music Mm -hmm. but it's just not as good as illuminations like you don't walk away feeling moved you don't walk away emotional it's just like it was fine it was some disney songs Mm mm-hmm it feels kind of hollow. I would honestly say it's not a very good show. It just sounds like they put something together to like replace Illuminations, but it's just half-hearted. Yeah. And then the other thing with it is that it's just like way too long. How long was it? It's 21 minutes. Illuminations was 13 minutes. For reference, how long is World of Color? World of Color is pretty long. It is pretty long. World of Color is 28 minutes, so it's longer. Okay, Yeah. But it doesn't feel that like it's long, but I'm like, oh, like I don't feel like it's that long, you know? It's good. <laughs> yeah. This was like, I, I was ready to be, I was ready for it to be over for a few songs. Yeah. So it just kind of stretched on for too long. It wasn't very good. And mm-hmm. I was kind of overstimulated with all of the effects going on. Hate that. I'm so sorry. Thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. No one wants to be overstimulated when you're already at Disney. That in itself is an overstimulation. Yeah, I'm already super stimulated. There's people coughing on me, and then I have to stand there for 21 minutes while I wait for this thing to be over. So, (laughs) yeah. And honestly, I felt like the feeling was shared by the crowd around me. Like, some people near me just left partway to go get beers and then came back. So, like... Yeah. Like, it's not not the spectacular that we wanted it to be. Now, Enchantment, on the other hand. Enchantment. the The new Magic Kingdom fireworks. Yes. Did you cry? I I mean, you know I cried, but I <laughs> cried so hard. I don't know why people don't like this. People don't like it? People don't like it. They hate it. They want Happily Ever After back. I'm so sick of Happily Ever After. Okay, here's a really controversial statement. I didn't love Happily Ever After. The one time I saw Happily Ever After, I cried, but I'm just an emotional bitch. Well, yeah, it's emotional. I always cried. Right. <laughs> But, like, I'm thinking about it. And I've seen Happily Ever After. And it doesn't stick. It's not. I agree. It's not. 
formative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember the music, but, like, I can't tell you, like, what happens in that show. The only part that I remembered was literally Moana's part. How far I'll go. Yeah. Um, And uh, that song is just very emotional to me. I, it, it is a very important song to me, so I was bawling my eyes out before I ate at Chef Tony's, so. Well, then, you would love Enchantment. Would I? Yeah, this show is super, it's, like, very heavily Frozen 2 and Moana-focused. Well, I hate Frozen. I haven't even seen Frozen 2, so. Frozen 2 is fantastic. Uh, you know what? I think one day I will finally get over my hatred for Frozen, the franchise, and watch it. But until then... Frozen 2 is a really strong movie, in my opinion, because it's very, like, it's it's just, like, so fantasy-focused. Okay. Like, they really tie in a lot of the lore that, like, didn't make sense in the first movie. Oh, maybe I'll watch it because I love lore, then. Yeah, it's it's heavy on the lore. It's good. Okay. Uh, anyway, that's why I like it, because I am just, like, you know, a hoe for fantasy, but... Uh, anyway, so the show's like super, <laughs> it's super frozen too and Moana focused. Okay. I think like maybe some of the disdain from people is coming from that because it doesn't feature like, you know, older movies. Or does it feature like a wide range of. No. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I like, I, I think in the projections they do, mm-hmm. like on the castle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also do projections down Main Street. Okay. Which is cool to experience. Mm-hmm. The quality is not as good as on the castle, but um, it, it was still cool to like stand there and like kind of be immersed in it. For sure. Yeah. And the other thing is that like this was their 50th fireworks, sh- like their fireworks show for the 50th. And yeah. honestly, it felt like a love letter to Disney park goers mm-hmm. because the message was really like, you've made this happen for us. You are the magic. Mm-hmm. And, um, I cried just thinking about it. <laughs> I love that. Like, it was really I love, powerful. Yeah. And I love that it was, it seemed more like a thank you. Yeah. That's how it felt to me. I like that. I love that. I do too. I, I really liked it. Yeah. And it also kind of had this vibe of like, like it's not Disney that's the magic. Like you are the magic, and like you have mm-hmm. that with you, and like you always have the power to like take control of your story and like right. give yourself that happily ever after. Which and that was just nice. And it's funny because growing up, I would always say like, obviously, I attribute a lot of what I learned as a human and how to be a human through Disney films and Disney yeah. stories and the stories that you know are under the Disney umbrella. And obviously all of these stories hit very close to home and like are true close to my heart. But every story that we've been told was very much you make it happen for yourself. Yeah. The power is in you. Every princess film, everyone likes to like call out like, oh, it's a damsel in in distress. But if you're like really thinking about all of the stories critically, they're taking a hold of their own future and like they're really making – magic for themselves and like I think that's what made Disney so popular before we were born like that's that's the basis of Disney that's why we love Disney so much because it taught us all that like we have the power to change our fate yeah and I don't know it's just really nice to know that like 
despite all of the qualms that we have with the company at the moment, like there is that one piece of messaging that actually reigns true. Yeah, like in the show audio, they even say something like, you know, whenever you leave here, like you leave these gates, like you still have that magic within you. I'm like, you're going to try. Gonna try. <laughs> I'm trying to cry while I talk. I see it in your face. But that's just such a nice message. And like, honestly, not something that like, you know, pessimistic, but not something that I would assume that Disney would still say like right now. Yeah. I would assume that they instead say something like, you need to pay like $100 a day to come here and then you can experience magic. Right. So it was really nice that it was instead like, this is all you. You've got Mm -hmm. this. You're making the magic for yourself. We are the reason why Disney is so popular and like why we continue that legacy. Yeah, I really got those messages from it. So I just loved it. Um, I love that for you because I felt like we've had so many qualms over the last couple of months where we've just been like, what the hell? We have to pay such a premium now to experience this when like yeah. in re- like if you're really sitting back and like after you complain and the royal you after we complain about things like really truly what is Disney? Like you don't you really do not yeah have to go to Disney to experience Disney magic. Exactly. Yeah. Like that is, and that's so nice to hear too, because it's like, I was telling you earlier, like, I felt like, I felt like the mental health shift between like Mm -hmm. being at Disney parks where it's like my happy place, like everything's perfect. I feel so good here to like coming back to like my life where like work's hectic and my personal life's hectic. That was like such a stark, like contrast for me. Mm -hmm. Um, That it's like, I really have to remember that like, I can have that same mentality Yes. Wherever I am, you know, that doesn't evaporate the second I get on a plane. (laughs) No, no. Like the second you leave Orlando, really, like that shouldn't disperse into the air. Right. Yeah. Love that, though. I'm glad that like overall, in terms of entertainment, it seemed like it was enjoyable and that like it was a good like tick, tick, tick. Hey, remember this. Yeah, I definitely went expecting to have probably my worst trip ever <laughs> because, Valid. like, COVID, all of the budget cuts, everything that we vent about on a weekly basis on this podcast, <laughs> I was not expecting to, like, enjoy myself as much as I did. I'm so glad that you did. It was, like, honestly, like, probably one of my best trips. Like, I just had so much fun with, like, the new shows and, like, the new rides and just, like, being there. And, like, the other thing was, like, I kind of wondered if I'd ever go back because it's like the parks were closed for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, I like kept wondering if I was going to die in the pandemic, <laughs> you yeah. know, like didn't we all have those thoughts? So like, And it's like gotten to the point now that like going on a trip is like a real true investment. For sure. That too. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt really good to like be back in the parks um I've also like changed so much like personally like I've grown so much since my last Disney trip like Mm -hmm. just to like be super open like my last Disney trip I was in like a very dark place mentally and I like didn't know if I was gonna make it to like another (laughs) trip Mm -hmm. so anyway like this trip like being back there and like knowing how much like I've changed my life like in the past Mm -hmm. couple of years and like how much like I fought to improve things for myself it was very emotional for me and I just felt really proud like being there Oh, so yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Not to get super emo, but like, I'm just like really proud of my personal growth. So I'm really, really proud of your personal growth. And for this specific point in uh, this episode, I like wish that we didn't like 
I guess, converse as much as we did, to, like, earlier today because, like, I would have a more visceral I know. reaction. <laughs> I know. So, I, like, sorry, everyone. Like, this has already – this part this part has already been discussed. But truly what I just wanted to say was that I am so, so, so proud of Ashlyn for the amount of growth that she worked through over the last couple of years. And first of all, I couldn't imagine her not – being able to go on a next Disney trip after her last one. We haven't gone together. You have to remember, you cannot leave <laughs> this earth until we go to Disney together. But also, Absolutely. I don't know. I'm just so proud. I'm just, I'm Aww. so, so proud. And I'm so happy that you were able to go on this trip and that it like helped you mentally reset and like yeah. really look back. And I also think that's like, honestly, what going to Disney feels like. Absolutely. That's a hundred percent what it is for me. Like being able to go there, it honestly sets me back to my best self. Like yeah. no matter what I've got going on, I feel like it just kind of like tunes me back into like my authentic self. Like yeah. Like the me that's not bogged down by like anxiety and stress and like all of these like what ifs. It's just like it's like me and like my pure, like joyful, optimistic form that like wants to better herself. Your inner child. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a healing moment. It really is. I know that that might not be the case for a lot of people, especially if they've only been able to go to Disney once. Yeah. So I understand that it's a privilege to have the same feelings that me and Ash do about going to Disney and like it being your mental reset. Yeah. It's definitely a point of privilege for me to be able to say that. But I will say that, like, engaging in Disney and, like, other ways, like, even whenever I just, like, see a new Disney movie, like, it kind of mm-hmm. gives me that same vibe, so. Yeah. Obviously, as much as we love the parks, I think at the very, very core of Disney magic is that, like, it can be experienced. If you want to go to Disney World, I hope that that happens for you and that you can make it happen for you. But I want everyone to understand that, like, Disney magic is in Disney Park. Mm-hmm. Which clearly this entire conversation has shown that it wasn't. Like, it's not. Like, Disney magic is everywhere. You just have to remember that it's everywhere and it's in within you. It's within you. <laughs> within you. You just have to find it. You just have to believe. So, yeah, I loved Enchantment. Um, <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. Also, just, like, as a side note, like, the pyrotechnics that Disney has now are just, like, absolutely incredible. They have, like, fireworks that can just, like, move so slowly and like in sync with music and then like ones that move so fast and it's just like really incredible i want to know where they do practice shows we should do a whole episode just on fireworks because you know i want to dig into who makes the fireworks this is like my uncle john's pride turkey leg moment i i love doing like deep dives i love doing deep dives a thousand percent let's do it okay so we have fireworks we have twisted wonderland Wait, where's our notes? Where's our notes app? Hold on. We have to write these down. I also, um, I want you to write, uh, I, I want you to watch Encanto so we can talk about it. Especially since um, the Bruno song bumped Let It Go. The Bruno song is so good. I've only heard clips, but I'm going to wait, obviously, to watch. Oh, well, okay, fine. Twitter, Twitter is not a safe space. You mean because of the spoilers? Yeah, because everyone's posting that stupid song i'm also posting the stupid song i know sorry <laughs> you're like actually like subtweeting me right now in this conversation <laughs> has anyone else gone to disney recently how did you guys feel about the safety restrictions um did you guys have the same i guess 
visceral remembering of how much the company meant to you when you went like ash did let us know very curious um i will continue to talk about my disney trip in the next episode so stay tuned this might be a two or three parter so we love deep dives so much content so so much um thank you guys for listening we'll be back next week Bye. bye oh yeah follow all of our social media stuff it'll be in the links in the description okay thanks bye, uh, bye. <laughs>